everyone, and welcome back to 2020 Psych. I'm one of your hosts, Claire Kay, joined today by my father. I'll go ahead and let him introduce himself. Hello, my name is Dr. Hernandez. I'm an American double board certified psychiatrist. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our first episode of the year. We hope you enjoyed it. Today, we want to talk all about fentanyl. I think it's time we have a dedicated episode to fentanyl, how dangerous it is, the effect it's having right now on the homeless population, but also just the general population. And yeah, let's get into it. Um, Dad, my first question for you is what's... Oh, actually, I want you to uh, say that what you just told me earlier about the DEA or, yeah, the DEA confiscating all the fentanyl that they did. It's important for everybody to know that there is an award-winning documentary called Dead on Arrival that anyone who has an interest in fentanyl should look at this video it's or this film there's a 20 minute version and a six minute version and it pretty much hits on point um, on many aspects of fentanyl and one of the the stats that they show is that the DEA has already confiscated enough fentanyl to kill every American so I think that's a pretty interesting uh, statistic um and what uh, you also were mentioning this earlier about like fentanyl testing strips that I think was also in the documentary. Can you talk about those? I sure can. There was actually a, an article in the Wall Street Journal that reported that this, this woman uh, who's 28 years old had lost a sister and a childhood friend to fentanyl overdose. So when she goes out to dance clubs, she'll take fentanyl strips with her because she says that out on the dance floors, people are openly using cocaine. And she'll tell them, look, you want to test that first, put a little, put some in, in some water, you dip the strip, and if it's one line means positive, two lines mean negative. And fentanyl strips in and of themselves are a little controversial because they're banned in certain parts of the country because they're seen as drug paraphernalia. That's interesting because, I mean, that it's drug paraphernalia, but the drugs are also still there. So, what I wonder what kind, what states that would probably be. I don't recall off the top of my head, but it's just interesting that anything that has to do with drugs, it's sort of taboo, and unfortunately, that's that speaks a lot about our society that we we know so little about drugs. We don't like talking about them. We try to pretend that they don't exist. And that's been some of the barriers I feel to care when it comes to such a serious uh, public health crisis. And so what's like with fentanyl, can you talk about like the composition of it? Because I've heard maybe we've spoken about it, but like what makes it Part of what makes it dangerous is the fact that it's odorless and it's tasteless. So you don't know, like you really don't know that it's in whatever other drug you think you're taking. Exactly. It's you, 
it's a powder and it as you point out it's odorless it's tasteless and it takes so little to kill you it's it's just amazing and it's so uh scandalous to see that such a minute portion if you were to take the a lead pencil and just put a little fentanyl on, on the tip of the pencil that's like enough to kill four people so it's it's so dangerous and the reason people are so attracted to it is because its euphoria producing properties are so incredibly strong so people could be hooked on it and not even know because they might be taking something other something like ketamine or cocaine and there might be a little bit of fentanyl in there and they're thinking that, oh, this is the best cocaine I've ever had, but really it's fentanyl. And that's the whole purpose of lacing drugs with fentanyl is because it will make the higher the euphoria so intense. Fentanyl is 50 times more potent than heroin and 100 times more potent than, than morphine. So that's why it's so addicting and and because again, the high is so incredible. So how expensive is it then? Um, is it pretty cheap to make? Because if it could just be so mass produced and just like they're finding so much of it that it could kill every American, then it must be a pretty easy drug to make in a lab, right? It is a very, I'm not gonna, I, I don't know how easy it is, but I know it's inexpensive to make. And a lot of it is pouring into the United States and probably through other parts of the world as well. And again, it's a way to enhance the product of whatever illicit drug you're using. So from a marketing perspective, if you will, it's it's enticing to use that because it makes your product, whatever it may be, more attractive. And when did it start really becoming a huge issue? Because it's, we've really spoken, we've briefly spoken about it in 2020, I think one of our first episodes. Um, but historically, what has it been used for, like medic for medical conditions? It's used to tr treat severe pain. And fentanyl, and among other forms, comes in a patch form, sort of a slow release that can help patients that are suffering from, like I said, chronic severe pain. Of late, though, again, it's been used uh, for illicit uh, purposes. And, and there's some pretty sad statistics. Uh, the, the Los Angeles Times uh, just a couple of days ago reported about uh, the homeless population in Seattle, in which of the 300 deaths by overdose, 150 of them had confirmed cases of uh, fentanyl on board. So I thought that was pretty sad. And I know we spoke about recently, you said at your hospital, they're now screening for fentanyl. Since doing that, has have patients been testing positive for it? You know, we haven't seen any positive tests yet. Uh, and again, that's very new. It's just a, a, really less than two weeks that it, 
that they've started testing for it. So we haven't seen any positive tests yet. Uh, so at least that's, that's, of course, a good thing. On the other hand, those that may have tested, would have tested positive, uh, maybe have died. So that's why they never made it into the emergency room. What percentage of drug users do you think? I mean, I'm sure everyone is aware. At this point, people are aware of the inherent risk. Why do you think people still decide to do whichever drug of their choice is, knowing that there's that risk? Addiction is a powerful disease. And it makes people do things that are insane in many ways. And of course, that's the whole thing about addiction is that it's, a, it's an insane thing to do because you know how bad it is, but people do it anyway. So again, the, the, that's the power of the addiction and that's the power of the drugs. And then I think we were, we spoke about um, kids dying from fentanyl because they are buying drugs and they think it's something else and turns out that fentanyl's in it. Uh, what, what, what did you learn about that when you discovered that? Well, social media is a platform that is being used to obtain uh, illicit drugs. Um, the kids use emojis to um, order certain products that get delivered usually to their parents' home. So it's frightening that with that ease, with that, uh, it's so easy to uh, order things online and have them delivered to your doorstep. Do you think there will ever, like, be a... If enough kids die, what do you think... What do you think the next steps would be? Because I feel like... You know, plenty of people have already died from fentanyl, but it's the fact that, like, those are drug addicts, homeless people, grown adults that, you know, should know better. But if enough kids start dying from this, what do you think, what should happen? What should happen, in my opinion, is prevention, education. Parents need to be educated about what the the lethal outcomes that can that are strong possibilities here. So the parents now more so than ever need to have open discussions with their children about what the dangers of this um, are, because things are different now. Uh, before kids could experiment, if you will, with uh, you know alcohol, cannabis, or whatever. But now that one experiment may be the last one that they ever have. So, I mean, growing up, you guys always stress no drugs and the dangers of it. But if I were 14 or 15 right now and you were reading this article, what would you, like, what would you go, how would you go about talking to me about it? The same way we would talked about alcohol, uh, cannabis. And, and, and again, we don't want to make drugs villainize them in the sense that you know, they're all lethal. Uh, certain, you know, that doesn't mean that just because you have a glass of wine, you need to go to the Betty Ford. But things in moderation are, are 
okay, not everybody has a serious addiction issue. However, with the fentanyl, you don't know what's in it, you or you don't know what it's in. And now, this is a really dangerous time that if it's a critical time, and I think in our history, because your child, again, may be thinking, okay, well, my peers are using it, uh, they're okay, it's not a big deal, but if it gets laced with fentanyl, um, there's, a, there's a strong chance that your child's going to die. And do, do you know if there's any updates on, I think we spoke about this last week, Governor Newsom getting those Narcane kits into schools yet? Well, rescue kits are something that are being ordered and more readily available. And they say that if you're going to use drugs, use them with a friend, somebody that can come to your rescue if you start turning blue or you stop breathing. Uh, so it, you have to use some sort of, you have to take some sort of mitigating measures to keep you from overdosing on this unknowingly. Um, you have to be as careful as you possibly can. If you if it's absolutely something that you have to do, have a rescue kit, have somebody that knows how to use it, or you may have to use it on, your, on one of your friends. I think it's all about public awareness uh, uh, as to the dangers of what fentanyl can do to a drug that you may not even know is laced with fentanyl. So it just... You have to be beware. You have to be smart about this. Well, I like what you're, what you said about prevention and just being smart about it. And if you are doing drugs, making sure that you're not doing it alone or you have one of those rescue kits because you just never know. Unfortunately, that's just the climate that we are living in right now. But I want to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode. If you guys have any questions about what we covered or you want us to expand on something, we're more than happy to. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day wherever you are.